find some way to give her a charisma bonus. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to me, Homestar Runner. Homestar Runner. Uh, if you get that, you are truly one of my friends. No, this is Two Nerds, One Quest. I, your I guess I'm not your yeah. friend. JC. Well, there, there's a secret society, um, the Homestar Runner people. Uh, if you don't know what Homestar Runner is, go look it up. It is my brand of humor, uh, specifically strong bad emails. <laughs> As I said before, though, this is Two Nerds. One quest. I am your host and DM JC here with these two nerds because we got a man who is on location doing something. Something He's wooden. enjoying life. Yeah. He's on location. He's on location. In the Great North. Yeah. He has been. He is. He is outside of cell signal range. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Both those voices you hear. The the. The man on the ones and twos, Tom M. Norman, playing Aranon today. In theory, that is me. In theory, in theory, in, in action too. I mean, typically, not that all those actions are good or successful. <laughs> Many times they are not. That's what makes a great story. This other gentleman sitting with us this morning is Ryan Crixis Kukta. How are you doing this morning? Oh, Boomtown, get them. Ready to rock and roll. Beautiful weekend here in Wisconsin. So, shout out to everybody in the States and abroad. Yeah, buddy. Do we have any broads watching us? I mean, people abroad watching us. <laughs> it's, oh. I, where, do, where do you want me to start with that statement? We have people yes. that are not in Wisconsin listening. Yes. Out of hand. That is awesome. Out of hand. You're robot-y to me. <laughs> Duh. We'll get her squared away. That'll work. Oh, let's see. Where were we? I suppose do one of you want to do a recap as this <laughs> Jeff is not here. Rock, paper, scissors for it. I could recap, sure. That would be wonderful. Thank you very much. Sure. Um, so, the party um, woke up uh, and went down for breakfast. Um, I I forget the name of the inn that, we're, that we were at that morning. The... Lonely something lost something. No, 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 you're uh, thinking about the lonely one. Um, this is you're in Bryn Shander. Hang on a second, Bryn Shander, and it is the North Look. Yeah, that sounds right. So we w woke up in the North Look, and the, the party heard a bunch of rumors about things that are going on, and, and hopefully to dig in a little bit as far as why there is um, the Eternal Night, and um, heard some conspiracy theory, certainly some unsubstantiated, but um, potential options for the team to start to dig in a little bit into this area and uh, look beneath the surface. So uh, a bunch of rumors about, oh, some invisible thieves, um, the, the location potentially of oral 
a really interesting dock hill uh, that can provide us transport. Um, some details on the Arcane Brotherhood and how we can get a little bit more information on that group. Uh, and uh, we went to uh, give some substance to these rumors by visiting uh, Speaker Devessa Shane. <clears throat> and the speaker provided us some letters and asked us to provide some to the guard. And we offered to bring some to uh, what we anticipate is our next final destination to the Lonely Wood. Uh, and uh, so we've got some letters in tow uh, and uh, traveling to the Lonely Wood. So, uh, and then uh, I did uh, talk to Doc. And uh, he gave me a little rhyme to get us started here today. Oh, Uh-oh. nice. Our team heard rumors at the morning meal. Sought the speaker to find out if they're real. When asked, who are we? We replied, TBD. And we accept that we are the big deal. Nice. <laughs> that works. That definitely works. And so now we are outside of the tavern. We just opened up one letter and we read it. So now we have to decide if we're going to open up the magical. Is that Does that sound accurate? Sounds right to me. Oh yeah, that's right. We, you guys went north to um, Tourmaline. You're in Tourmaline. We are. Right now outside the inn. Yes. Okay. And uh, I think, yeah, more information is better. So I think that's the right call is to open another letter. But uh, from that perspective, uh, I don't have strong feelings. I, so what do you think? I would like to open it up just because it's magical and it must. there must be a reason for it to be... <laughs> Why not just give it to the speaker, Ellie says, and then ask him what it says? I mean, we could do that. It doesn't mean he's going to give it to us, though. It doesn't mean she he's going to... Good she, idea, Ellie. Yeah. I was going to say, if you... Do you think she would have really given us... Speaker DeVessa Shane would have really given us these letters if they were... Like, super, super important or super, super secret? He probably would have put them in a lockbox. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a piece of paper sealed with wax. And a bit of magic that we don't even know if it's, like... It's not registering as anything that's going to blow up in our hands. So, if there's anything super important here, I think it would have been better guarded. <laughs> Inspector Gadget style? Yeah, maybe. Or or um what was the Mission Impossible? This letter will self destruct in five. Four. Dun 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 Alright, let's bring the letters to the speaker then. I think that makes a lot of sense. Don't you Aaron on? Fine. I know this goes against your nature, Aaron, and it's okay though. You're lucky I didn't grab it out of his hand and run to the other side of the bar and read it myself. 
Let's go inside and just talk to him. So you guys head inside the um, the blue clam. Trying to pull these names out of my head. <laughs> I forgot we were standing outside of the blue clam. I prepped for going north already. <laughs> Did you? Yes. Um, so you uh, you walk in. The bar is fairly just normal. Uh, not packed or anything. Uh, speakers at his usual spot at the end of the bar. He's in there moving uh, his abacus and writing stuff down on paper. Um, as you approach, he looks up and says, Oh, my friends, what can I do for you? We have several letters coming down from Speaker Duvessa Shane for you. Sir. Oh, that, that should be my... um. A report. There's, there, there's like a monthly report we get. Uh, yes, I've been expecting these. So that you, why are you delivering them? We are on our way to the Lonely Wood, good sir. To the Lonely Wood. Oh. Yes. Something is going on in Lonely Wood. Well, we are, we are on a quest to sort out some rumors. In regards to the eternal winter. Oh. It is our hmm. task to ho- hopefully correct this this grievous situation. Well, that would be... If you can do as well as you did for me and the mine, um, you'd be much obliged. Most of Ten Towns would be. The mine is up and functioning again. We've gotten first shipments back. It's... Thank you uh, immensely. It's it's been helpful. No problem. If you have any assistance you could provide, certainly we are open to that. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, without knowing exactly what you need, I, I don't know exactly what I could give you other than, um, well, here, just as I appreciation and he digs in his pocket and puts 10 gems out on the table um, looks familiar it looks like stuff that would have came out of the mine and assessing it quickly you look at it and you assume it's probably about 100 gold worth of gems so this is from the first shipment this is partially due to you guys thank you very much ah terrific terrific Aranon Please yes, secure yes, these yes. gems. Uh, it would be my pleasure. What is of most value to us, Speaker, is information. Oh. So perhaps you could provide some of the details in your report to make sure we have everything we need to make our decisions as we go through this possibly very dangerous quest. Oh, well, I suppose I could share with you. I mean, it's it's the monthly report. It's I'll, I can let you know if anything's out of the ordinary with it. I mean, I know there is some uh, trials and stuff that some of the other cities have been dealing with. In particular, I mean, he opens it up in front of you, and when he opens it up, he puts his thumb. You see him very quickly. He opens it up, and then he puts his thumb on the top of it. When he puts his thumb on the top of it, first of all, when he opens it up, there's nothing written on the page. He puts his thumb in the upper right-hand corner, and when he does it, it kind of 
bleeds through like someone spilt ink in water onto the page and all the writing kind of shows up. He goes, all right, let me see. You said you're going to Lonelywood, correct? That is our destination, yes, sir. Well, I can I can tell you a bit about Lonelywood. Um, oh, they, um, they, it's not a very big um, town. Actually, it's one of the smaller towns. It's a very quiet town. Um, speaker, uh, Nimsy Huddle, uh, is a uh, a halfling. Um, she she likes baking. That's one of her hobbies. Um, her doors are typically open to most visitors. I mean, they don't get a lot of people up there. Um, they have a small militia, maybe about 50 soldiers. Um, because that's a town of 100, they, their, their sacrifices to Oral, um, they use food. They put food up for Oral. Um, they don't get along with us so well. Well, I shouldn't say they don't get along with us. They don't like us. <laughs> Um, in particular, the miners and the fishermen of Lonelywood. Eh. It's Lonelywood's right on the um, edge of a lake, um, so they, there's a lot of fishing that is done up there. Um, you can find there's a tavern there called the Lucky Liar. Um, um, the Ramshackle Inn has been closed for a while. Um, the last owner was found um, two years ago in the common room of the inn, hanging by a noose. So... Um... I don't know what they're doing with it, but it hasn't been open for a good long time. What was the name of it? Uh, Ramshackle. Ramshackle. The Ramshackle Inn. Indeed. Um, there's still some debate as to whether this was a suicide or this was a staged thing to hide a murder. Um, Macabre. If anyone is interested, wink, wink. I don't know if you want to run an in <laughs> or not, but um, they're they're looking for someone to do it always. But people tend to avoid that based on the murder slash suicide. Has a bad rap, and no one really wants to touch that building. So it's used for wood storage nowadays. The uh, it's just little um, the the big thing and the thing that people kind of talk about and um, there's apparently a moose this is going to sound ridiculous a moose yes a moose um, it's been attacking hunters I don't know. It sounds ridiculous. Nope. Why a moose would be attacking hunters, but they—it's like a, they, it's like a ghost. Is what they say? I don't a know. Ghost moose? Yeah, a ghost moose. It's strange. A white moose that. So 
so they're a little they're sketchy about that so if you go there there may be I don't know it's, the whole thing sounds fishy to me um, it's kind of what you're walking into there though there it's a good small town um, fishing sounds community like, sounds like a crappy episode of the X-Files I do not know what you refer to, but indeed, it is uh, from the south. It's a it's a very famous play in the south. Uh, many many people clamor over it and have many opinions about how the show uh, show theater went. Hmm. I liked it. I have not seen theater in a good long while. Well, if you do, you should go and check out X Files because you will enjoy it. X Files. He takes his quill and dips it in some ink and writes X Files on his paper. Indeed. Well, right. thank you very much for the information, Speaker. We will uh, beware the moose. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. So, what would you like to do? You have probably about a day's travel to Lonelywood from here. And then Is it's, it early it, enough in the day where it would make sense to get started? Or? Uh, it's where? Where did we come from? You, yeah, you're well. You're midday, so you could probably get a half day's travel in. You could probably get halfway to Lonelywood, but then you'd have to spend a night in the wilderness. You could spend a night here. And then go in one day. Well, Crixus and Ellie's uh, are talking a little bit about how Nimsy enjoys baking. Is there anything special in Tourmaline we could bring to Nimsy uh, that she might not have in her little hovel um, that not, she would appreciate? You could, you could definitely go find a store. I mean it being a small town and they out like you know this is on the like outer outer edge of ten towns like it's one of the last northern towns before you're out in the wilderness so that that make that seems like a logical assumption to you uh, Ellie agrees and thinks yeah we should we should go see if we can find some baking stuff to bring to her maybe some like sugar flour stuff like that what would be difficult to get what would be the hardest thing to get you think eggs Perhaps some eggs, maybe some unique spices. Yeah, I mean, what doesn't grow up here? Probably a lot yeah. of crop stuff, so wheat or... Dude. Doc says, I wonder, I wonder if um, Torgos would have anything. I mean, I know they went north already, but... Maybe? Yeah. Question mark? Let's stop in. It would have to be a merchant with some reach that would have some of these small you know, non-essentials. So what I'm going to have you guys do is I will have you make um, investigation checks. Each member of the party can make them. If someone has Doc's stats up, they could go ahead and roll them. Oh, Jesus. I have a 12. I don't have Doc's stats up. I can get them. Natural 1. You, you think 
You're thinking about going out and checking stuff. You take one step out the door, Aaron, and a cold breeze kind of blows really violently towards you. And you think, eh, maybe it'd just be a better idea to let them go, and I'm going to go get a nail. Yeah, that's... <laughs> they, they might have something here. Let me ask them. <laughs> and Doc's still better than everybody else at a 14 with plus zero. Okay, so. Doc is able to find some. Um, you're able to find. You had a 12, Crixus? I did. You're able to procure some flour. Uh, Doc at his 14 was able to find some. Um, ugh, I'm on the wrong page here. Find some sugar. And Ellie, let's see, investigation. Third roll. Ellie found nothing. She went looking for eggs and struck out. So you guys got some sugar and some flour that you can bring north with you. Big bag of each. Um, Aranon, how much do you have to drink in the bar? <clears throat> I am... Uh, I'm tipping him back in Aranon fashion. Alright, uh, give, me, give me a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. Okay, well. Assuming these three were gone for a good two hours. And it's covered up by my stat. So we're going to go with 14. 14, yeah, you're, you got a nice little buzz going on. I That's, feel comfortable with that. Yeah, you're good. Feels nice. Two they hours. Come back. It's, it's enough time to, to get happy and not enough time to... Well, I shouldn't say not enough time to get smashed oh, because all depends on what you're drinking yeah that's then i remembered that i had that one shot and then yep and then it was on not trying to piss the bed tonight nope, nope. hey i didn't that oh. night either <laughs> so you uh you gather stuff up and uh, come back to the uh, the blue clam have a nice meal have some ales um, go visit marta and get rooms at the east, east look. Is that what it was? East. If I can find this hand, Germany. Where's the map? The east side. That's what it was. North look in Bremen, or not Bremen, Brinchander, and the east side in Germany. And Marta's happy to see you guys again and greets you. Um, asks a little bit of small talk about how the adventure is going. Any luck with the? Uh, with the mystery of the darkness yet. Um, we are yeah, still collecting information. Oh, well, that's, that's good. Where are you headed after this? We look to arrive at the Lonely Wood tomorrow and oh, continue some adventure that way. Lonely Wood? Really? Here. Indeed. This... I assume you'll be talking to Speaker Nimsy Huddle. Um, here. And she reaches below the um, bar. And she pulls out this little... It's a, just a little cloth sack about that big. Said, This, don't give it to her right away. But if you need to, this, this is stuff that she covets for her baking. It's a spice. It's... um. Because she is a halfling, these 
these halflings, especially the female ones, love this. It's they call it pumpkin spice. Interesting. I personally, <laughs> I could give or take it. I know that the halflings seem to love it. Humans, uh, the human women love it. Apparently, um, the men are get kind of frustrated about it. Sounds like tequila. <laughs> That's you're not wrong there. I have I have heard of this spice. I hear it is overused. It has become too commercial. The appropriate usage of it is is fine. It's when it's when the people try. It's, they, it's, it's good in bread. It's good in bread. It's good in muffins. You can make a pie. That all makes a lot of sense. They've started sprinkling it in their coffee, and in their ale, and in like they've been making like toasted cereals, stuff like brand things for more. It's, it's ridiculous. They're taking it too far. In my opinion. But the important thing is that Nimsy Huddle loves the stuff. She can't get enough of it. Whenever she has it, she uses it immediately and goes through it like, well, like water down the drain. <laughs> so that is a bargaining tool for you if you happen to need anything from her. Oh, thank you so very much. Of course, you know, we... Uh... We are looking to have some conversation with her, and uh, I appreciate this for any amount of leverage we might need to get the information we need. So, thank you so much. You're welcome. It's good to see you again, Crixus. Indeed. It's great to see you. And, um... Do you want to make an insight check or not? You might not need to. Ellie sees it. <laughs> she doesn't need an insight check. I, well, I mean, do you want me to roll insight? Because it seems pretty obvious. No, okay, it seems pretty obvious. Okay, you got it. Yeah, um, I got a 19. As yeah, as you're, as you're kind of headed up the stairs, you hear Ellie say to Crixus, kind of young, but she's cute. I'm going to yell over my shoulder, go for it! In, indeed. Uh, if if the circumstances were different, I could spend some additional time here. Well, you got one night now. Aaron. Yeah. I'm going to look, I'm gonna look behind me and be like, tell me I'm wrong. If you want a shallow night of fun, yeah, sure. There's one night here. Okay. <laughs> this didn't look shallow to me, though. Setting the, set the stage. And she kind of side-eyes Crixus and raises an eyebrow. <laughs> so, so you guys... Which, which character is that? Ellie. Oh, Marta. No, no. Marta. Marta. Marta, um... Marta, where's Timberlane? Marta Pestrick. <laughs> M-A-R-T-A is her first name. And then P-E-S-K-R-Y-K. You got it. All yeah, right. she, she'd have to take your last name. That's too hard to pronounce. I'll plant a seed for later. All right. 
Then you guys head up to your rooms and you're uh... I felt like a successful mission accomplished for today, so mm-hmm. let's look to get some sleep and head out early since it's not gonna matter when we actually leave. Yep. So you uh get your good night's rest, long rest, um get up in the morning, have food, breakfast dogs get the dog sleds all set up and you start heading north to lonelywood um as you approach lonelywood uh it, it's appropriately named lonelywood most of your time um once you get a little ways north of terminal line is in woods um it's a wooded trail that that has been run several times the snow is packed down it's not difficult to get through. It's a very easy um, trail. Most of the wind and the drifting being broken by the trees. So when the snow, once the snow is packed down, it's easy running. As you are rolling through the lonely wood, I need one of you to roll a d20 for me. Aaron, on, let's see it. Uh, be good to me. Mm, does a two cut it? Yeah, two's fine. Yeah, you, you roll through the lonely wood. There's no issues at all. Um, I don't come across anything. Uh, in the distance, you hear wolf howl. Um, and that's about, about it. Um, approaching the lonely wood, um, you start seeing... It's it's actually kind of funny because you're, you're rolling down this trail in the woods and suddenly they're just buildings just happen to be alongside the woods and uh, you go down and they populate populate more to the point where you think this is this is probably lonely when you come out at the end of uh, the trail and see this lake in front of you and these do- a bunch of docks um, there is uh, there is a little path off to the right at one point before that opens up and all along the shoreline are the majority of the buildings for Lonelywood. There's a few along the trail here. Um, you go past a rather large house that you assume is the speaker's house. Um, you do, as you get out on the shore, you can see... Um, it doesn't take long to explore the place. You can explore the whole place in probably about five to ten minutes. Um, you come across... Uh, you see the ramshackle in windows boarded up dusty um the doors actually like open like there's no door on the hinge and you as you kind of peer in as you go past there's a bunch of wood stacked in there um and down the one close to the south hey side note i'm gonna stop us and i'm gonna say hey i'm gonna take some of this wood and put it in my bag of holding because if we are stuck on the side of the row of the trail as we're traveling it would be nice to have a bunch of wood in case we can't find any almost like a reserve um erna yeah don't just grab it well maybe i don't know maybe let's talk to the speaker first i mean we can ask for wood yeah there's there's woods all around so if they have i I, I was gonna offer coin oh okay okay i i never know with you would we offer coin? Huh? Perhaps the speaker. Yes. 
so I yeah, think we I, I would always offer a coin. Sure you would. Uh, I'm gonna go up this. I'm gonna go up the northern coastline here real quick. And I mean, if there are only a hundred people here, this can't be very big. She says, "Doc, you want to come with me?" And he kind of nods at her. Yeah, sure, I'll go with you. So if the two of you want to head to the speaker's house to inquire about wood and whatnot, Doc and Ellie are gonna head north and explore the remainder of Lonely Wood. We'll come back to the um. We'll come back to the speaker's house now. When we're done. It shouldn't take long. Makes sense. Sounds good. Right, yeah, so let's the, head to the speaker's house. Yep, so the two of you head to the speaker's house. Um, it's an, Actually, it's a really nice little house. Um, when you get to the house, there is a little halfling... Um, sitting on the it's hard to tell whether it's a boy or a girl but there's a little halfling sitting on the on the um, on the front porch all bundled up and stuff has um, like three snowballs and is like rolling them like playing a little game where he's he she is rolling they're rolling them between the other two and then rolling like you used to play hockey with three quarters and then on the lunchroom table kind of doing that back and forth on the porch and kind of looks up and Hello, young man. Is the speaker in? Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, hang on a minute. I'll go, I'll go see, um, if the speaker is in the house. And you get the, you get the impression that this is, um, something that has been told to them over and over again. Like, this is how you talk to people that come inquiring about the speaker and uh, they go to the door and they go in and they slam the door and you instantly hear once the door slam ah someone's here to see you <laughs> accurate <laughs> um, <clears throat> the uh, the door opens up and there is this little uh halfling female um do they have a good description over here yeah, ba -da, ba -da, da -da. no they don't they don't see a good description over here. uh well here oh yeah okay yeah she shows up at the door and she's got just her hair back in a little bun um and she kind of looks up at you. She's got a basket in her arm with a like cloth over. She goes, "Can I help you? Are you looking for a place to stay?" Hi, I am Irinon, and this is my uh, companion, compatriot, Crixus. Uh, we have some. Well, we're actually here for a couple of reasons. Uh, we are here to uh, deliver some messages, and we are here to inquire about some of that wood back in the abandoned hotel or inn. Oh, at the ramshackle. Yeah, we use that for wood now. It's been used for wood. Um, do you, you guys aren't innkeepers at all. You don't have any interest in starting up an inn, do you? Maybe? Uh, unfortunately, we are not. Uh, I cannot speak for Crixus here, uh, but I personally am not. We are on a <laughs> we're on a mission from God. 
Nope, we're on a different really? type Which of guy? mission. Nope, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. We are on a different type of mission, though. Oh. Oh. Well, that's, do you need a place to stay for the evening? Uh, we may. We we may discuss it. We have some dealings. Would you like a cookie? And she pulls back the top of the blanket. Said, Here, just have one. And I there's a bunch a of these little frosted heart-shaped cookies in her basket. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking a... Yeah, I don't turn down cookies. So you you grab a cookie out of the back, and she says, "Come in, come in, come in, come in. Let's let's go. Let's go talk. Um, you you have messages for me apparently, and uh, I would like to get to those. And well, it's cold outside, and it's warm upstairs. So come in, in, come in, in. And she invites you into her home, and you can see that it has been set up. It's a house that almost looks like maybe like it's got like a bit of a bed and breakfast vibe to it because well and she tells you as she starts walking up the stairs she goes yeah since the um the um ramshackle went down two years ago i i kind of opened my uh opened my home to uh Two visitors looking for a place to stay for the night. So if you want a place to stay for the night, you can you could stay at my home. Um, looking around the home, you see all the doorways and archways. This house was clearly built for humans, but all the furniture in the house is halfling sized. Um, it's all smaller uh, things. Um, as she goes, you see the the one little guy. You know, it's a guy now. He's pulling his gear off and it's warmer in this house it's actually kind of nice um and then there's like three other little children running around all over the place uh and uh one of them runs up at this little girl runs up at one point and says mom can i have a cookie yes yes you can and she gives her cookie out of the basket and it is actually a very um uh neat little home life it's very comforting very homey to be there and be in the presence of this uh, speaker and her children. Um, she goes, it's it's just up here. If you come up here in the loft here. And she starts climbing this ladder. Uh, it, it's actually kind of cute. She puts a, puts the um, hooks a, like rope to the basket that she's got. And you see the rope runs up to a pulley above. And she just kind of hooks that and then she goes, it's up here. And she starts climbing up this ladder and gets up to the top and she looks down and says, come on up, come on up. And as she says that, she starts pulling this rope to bring the basket up. And she uh, unhooks the basket from the thing and um, you, uh, I don't need the software update right now. (laughs) Uh, Is that what she said? Does, no. does the does the rope pulley need software updates? <laughs> so rope pulley needs software updates. Um, <laughs> no, she invites you up, and you guys go. Sure, why not? Access does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Coming up top, there's a uh, a hearth with a fire going. Um, the slanted angles of the roof kind of make it a nice homey. Um, area there's a, a big like fur rug out and uh, a couple of chairs there's a desk um, 
but it's nice. It's oh, quaint. It's, it's nice. like a nice. Yeah, it's uh, there's bookshelves on the walls with like several books, and then you can see in the far end of the um, loft there is a um, like with access to the side of the hearth a whole uh, baking area with with there's spoons and there's flour all over the place and um, all, all that kind of stuff sitting in there in her baking area said so um, you have messages for me you said indeed um, just for full disclosure we also have two more travelers with us that oh. would also require the same lodging Okay, uh, one moment, one moment. And then she just, mom voice, Sid! <laughs> and, uh, and when she yells the name, you, the scampering and pattering of the feet throughout the house is just kind of a constant thing. When she yells out the name, all the feet stop. <laughs> and then you hear a soul set of feet come running to the base of stairs. Yeah! <laughs> there may be two more coming. Let them in when they show up. And send them up here. Okay. And then all the feet start going again. <laughs> um, Alright. <coughs> excuse me. So, so uh, uh, the, this lodging will be well more than adequate. Thank you so much. Oh. Well, um, and then hand over the letters. Oh, my reports. Yes. Those, those should have been coming. Yep. I got it. Why are you sending them? We are on a quest, and I would actually like some time that we can talk about, uh, you know, who we are and where we are headed. Oh, well, yeah. And you're more than welcome to talk about it right now. Um, let me open these up, see if there's anything super important about them. Um, and then uh, she opens the first letter and just kinds of kind of looks at it and it's <clears throat> kind of looking it's like oh yeah okay um hmm all right unfortunately i don't know a whole lot about that other than it's just nasty nasty business was i supposed to tell you guys about that um well we're it may be pertinent well, the, to the our darkness, mission the letter about the darkness is she looking for information for you yes. guys yep oh okay that's she's She's a good lady. She's a smart lady. Um, a little on the nose sometimes, so that's I kind of figured out that this was for you. Um, unfortunately, I don't know a lot. What I do know about is um, I'm this moose that we got. That is kind of an issue. But other than that, the darkness—that's terrible, terrible business. I don't—I don't like this darkness at all. It's a little creepy. I'd like it to go away. And as much as I'd like it to go away. I don't have a lot of information about it for you, other than it sucks. Um, I know the lights come out at, like, like what what they've deemed midnight. I don't know why they called it midnight. So, uh, whose idea that was? I think that was the Arcane Brotherhood. They're, they're... I don't know. That's... We don't have to worry about them. And that, yeah. So, um... Yeah, okay. Let me, okay, this other one, this is just my typical, yep, status report, yep. Yeah, okay, good. She still mentions moose. That's all right. All right. Tell us, tell us more about this moose. What? Tell us about. 
Is it is it a ghost? Is it a real thing? Our loggers have been terrorized by this. <sighs> okay. We've tried to send some hunters out there to kill it, and they've eluded it this entire time. I mean, we kind of depend on the forest for our survival of the logs and, 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 and the logging and then, and then the lake. But if we can't get in for wood and um, keep warm, keep a fire going like this, to keep baking, <laughs> she cracks a big grin when she says that. Well, let's put it this way. I wouldn't be a very good speaker if I let some dumb moose terrorize my town and upset our way of life. Indeed. So, um, yeah. Have you have you sent a party after the moose? I've sent hunters. None of them have been successful. Indeed. Um, well. Uh, would um did you get, did you get the idea that she's she wants to ask you but she doesn't want it. she she is very proper and accommodating and doesn't want to put it on you guys i'm <laughs> i'm gonna like. Aaron is gonna speak up and say would you like us to look into it for you could you and her eyes get kind of big uh, I would. We would have to talk with our other two companions, but I'm sure we can come to a deal. Hmm. Okay. Um, well, when your other companions bonk, 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 <laughs> knock on the door. <laughs> oh, well, that might be them now. And you hear Ellie and or, or Ellie and um, Doc having a conversation with Sid at the door and. Not long after they come up the stairs and introduce themselves, hey, stuff, and Ellie actually pulls up one of the um, halfling chairs and sits on it. She actually she looks cute, like a kindergarten teacher sitting on a chair <laughs> in a kindergarten classroom talking to the kids. Um, so she, you want us? She want. You want us to go hunt a moose? <laughs> Ellie says. Well, it sounds like there's something a little more to the moose. Like, it may or may not be physical. Would that be the right word? Maybe. I don't know. We haven't been able to find a lot about it. Where, it's white. Where is this moose seen? In the in the woods. In, in the forest. Out to the like, east. Okay, out east? Okay. Yeah, where, where we do most of our logging. So if we went to your logging area, we would run into it more than likely? Hopefully. I would, I would think so, but I've sent hunters out there looking for it who haven't been able to find it. We are not your average hunters. You don't look like them. This does sound like a quest for TBD. It does. TBD? Is that your name? Yes. That that would be uh, us, yeah. actually. What does that yes. stand for? The Baker's Dozen. Hmm. Yeah, you see her big ear-to-ear grin at that. 
I like that name. That's fantastic. You need a few more of you, though. I mean, honestly. Still recruiting. Yeah, it's 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 a work in progress. Well, if I didn't have if I didn't have my speaker duties to take care of, joining a group called the Bakers doesn't seems right up my alley. We we can make you an honorary member once we come back. Oh, that would be fantastic. Especially if you can take care of this moose. Speaking of the joys of baking, yes. and then I I refer to Aranon to pull out the sugar and flour from the bag of holding. As you reach into the bag and you pull it out, you're actually like you're pulling a fifty pound bag out of the yeah. air and you're like <clears throat> and you pull it out and it comes out of that opening and her eyes just woo <laughs> How 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 does that fit in there? Is that one of the magic bag things? Ah, uh, yes. Yes, it is. It's very useful. Well, what what can I, what can I give you for the for the I mean, this is much appreciated. What can what what what, what can I give you for it? You can give us a dozen cookies for the road. That sounds like a good deal. And <laughs> she reaches back and it's and it actually happens rather quickly. She reaches into the basket and from a desk drawer, she pulls out a what looks like a piece of paper. She takes it and she goes, whap! And it, all of a sudden, it's, there's just a box there. <laughs> it unfolds. She puts the cover back, puts the dozen cookies in there, puts a little thing in it, and then she's got a rubber stamp thing that she hits a thing of ink and stamps the top of it. And it's this little muffin-looking thing with steam rising off nice. of it. Nice. You guys, you, I think you guys are are coming to realize that Aranon is a sucker for the sweets. Sucker for sweets. Uh-huh. <laughs> Additionally, Speaker, the most important thing you can do for our group is to spread the word of positivity about TBD. We need those to hear of us and assist us in our quest so that as we go from town to town, uh, our renown follows and precedes us, in fact, and we're able to gather the tools and assistance we need to complete such a an, such an important quest for this region. I can definitely do that. I I will spread that spread that word far and wide. TBD. Good Indeed. people looking for all the help they can get to try and get rid of the darkness. In fact, amongst the speakers, obviously that's most important at all. So in your in your actions with the other speakers, please make sure to make to make them aware of our presence and and the positive influence we hope to have across the land. Well, the fact that you have a friend in Duvesa Shane speaks volumes, so that should carry a lot of weight in and of itself. Her being the leader of the council, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. So count that as two friends. Two of the ten members of the council are, are friends. Perfect. Alright. Is there anything else I can do for you before I go back to my baking? Um, I think not. appreciate your assistance. Most excellent. If you need anything, let me know. Or Sid. He, he, he will come and get me. Or he knows how to do some things himself. 
at this point. Um, Side note, Crixus, uh, just this, this is not canon. Uh, did we actually give her the pumpkin spice yet, or is that still in the bag? Because you just said the still, still oh. in the bag. Okay, that's a bag. that's a leverage item. Okay. So if we need something, we'll garner it. I, I thought so because you didn't mention it, but I just wanted to be sure. It was very intentional. Okay. Um, and then, right. so once the speaker leaves, um, you know, we we have to put our heads together and say, look, in the short term, I think we should take care of this moose problem. Um, and then in the long term, I still want to pick the speaker's brain about anything she knows about the arcane brotherhood i think that's wise uh if we scratch her back she'll scratch ours so to speak i think if we if we garner her favor um any information she might have that maybe she was holding close to the vest in this area might uh, although (laughs) in talking with the speaker it does not seem she has many secrets no, it does not. So I think um, we probably need to rest and then tomorrow head out? Or is there enough time left in the day? Uh, it took a day. If you headed out, it's you're going to have nightfall in about an hour or so. So if you want to go out at night, you could. It's going to get ungodly cold. Um, how, how did we... Oh, I suppose we didn't ask. Uh how far out the logging camp is or the loggers are from from town because that will make a difference a couple hours I mean if you go back and ask her she'll she'll tell you oh it's just a couple hours it's not far the loggers go out into the woods to do the logging and then bring the, the wood back to, in the day so, so we could actually go out there make camp stay overnight and keep watch to see if it shows up That then, is a possibility. And then I don't recommend being out in the cold. It's cold. It just doesn't I, sound good. It's nope. A, but like, if it's, Crix, if it's a, Crixus looks over and sees the hearth and looks back at Aranon and looks back at the hearth and looks back at Aranon. If it's a logging camp, they must have shelter. To which we could build a fire. Do we? Uh, do you think they travel out there a couple hours and then work a full day and then come back a couple hours every day? Unlikely. I say we ask her about that, and if there is no campment there, then we can stay here. But if there's a campment, I say we go overnight. There is, um, and she says to you when you go ask her, she said there, there is one small cabin out there. Um, it's, it's a very, uh, well, it's not that small, and well, about fifteen to twenty people can spend the night there. There's cots. It's dirt floor. There is a a fire pit with an opening above it to channel the smoke out. Okay, right. so if we could take some wood from your shack to bring with us to build a fire for overnight, you want to take wood to the logging camp. Well, I don't. You said they haven't been working there, or you said that it's been no, disrupted. No, so. they, they they're getting this. They still work. Okay. But then not no, as we efficiently not as they could. Okay. 
Um, you won't need wood. There's just wood stacked there and wagons there that are scheduled to come back. So. Alright. Well, so we have your permission to use as much wood as we like. Oh, absolutely. Here. And then she pulls out a paper and writes stuff down and then that rubber stamp with the thing hits the... And it's the, the muffin with the steam coming up. It almost seems like that's her, like, sigil. <laughs> like, her personal sigil. Awesome. And, uh, it's funny, because she, uh, as she's doing it, she goes, oh, I should probably add this to it, too. And then she takes a, um, um, adds a different sigil to it that is actually the sigil of Lonelywood, which is a... I don't know how to describe this other than just showing it to you. Alright. Oh, I like, like that. It's like a path. Yeah. It's like a, a path on a... It looks like green. an hourglass, like a weird yeah. triangular mm -hmm. hourglass. Okay. Alright, so I guess we're headed to the encampment. Yep. Bricks. Crixus tightens up his ring of warmth in anticipation of a cold, cold night. Mm-hmm. So you guys uh, roll into the Lonely Wood if one of you will give me a d20 roll again. I'll, I'll do that again. Do, 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 do. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Stop. 14. 14. Um, as you are traveling, you suddenly, well, not suddenly, but you hear from off to your right, you hear, uh, like, <laughs> and you turn and look and there's like a bunch of snow that just falls off of the lower, a lower pine tree branch. Um, make a perception check as you look at this a little closer. It's getting kind of dark. It's a little hard to see. You have dark vision though, don't you? I do. Yeah. So you looking at it, you can see pretty clearly the outline of a brown bear. Um, Yeesh. Looks like it's like, you don't know what it's doing. It's digging around in this tree for something. Ah, uh, I'm just going to say, let's, let's keep going. <clears throat> Pass it by. Mm -hmm. Acknowledge its presence. Um, Give it a high five on the way through. As as you you're looking at it, it notices you guys, um, and you can see it was actually like chewing on the branch that it had pulled, like gnawing on it, and it stopped and and starts lumbering towards you guys. I am going to pull out my... How, how far away is it? Uh, probably about 50 feet. Alright, I'm going to... I'm going to pull out uh, one of my hand crossbows. crossbows. Okay. And I'm going to... I want to shoot it to ward it off. But actually, I'm gonna say to, I'm gonna pull up my my hand crossbow and I'm gonna tell Doc, hey, blow your blow your horn at it. 
to see if he can scare it away with its horn of whatever that is. Oh, that's that's actually a good idea. Um, uh, okay, so you get, you pull your hand crossbow. Doc gets his horn out and gets a blow on it. I need you to make a intimidation check with advantage because Doc is helping you. What an inspirational idea. 19. 19. You pull out and kind of aim it at it, and Doc blows on the horn. You don't hear anything when Doc blows on the horn, but the bear suddenly stops and kind of looks up and looks around and turns and starts gall- about just galloping away from you guys. They want nothing to do with you. All right, I'm going to put my hand crossbow back. All right. And you make your way then... The rest of it, you do find the logging camp. There are a few loggers there. Um, there's a fire going in the... Um, you see the smoke coming out of the cabin when you get there. And light coming in through the windows, or out through the windows. I'd like to greet them warmly. Uh, we want to make sure the loggers are good people. So, okay. Um, just say, good day to you. Uh, we come from a uh, speaker uh, from Nimsy Huddle uh, in uh, in order to search in earnest for the moose that seems to be giving some consternation to the logging camp. Okay, there are two there are two loggers that you see, and what they are doing it looks like they had a wagon that got overturned, and they're loading the wood back into it. And the one logger, when you mention the moose, just starts laughing. And he's, he's like, the moose, the ghost moose. That's what you're talking about. You're here to invest. Wow. Wow. Okay. And then the other, the other guy looks at him, and it's actually kind of a little bit pale. He's like, shut up, Bill. You don't, you don't know what you're talking about. You've never seen it, but it does exist. It's real. Yeah, yeah. I almost believe you. I almost believe you, Riley. It's no, it's not <laughs> ghost moose. It's probably just a real moose that's got snow on it. Bill, can we can we just finish stacking this wood? I'm getting cold. I want to go inside by the fire. You guys, you guys, willing to help us stack this wood? Rixus will get off the sled immediately and, and start to assist. I think we want to earn the logger's favor. Yeah, and Doc, Doc hops down, so does Ellie. Ellie looks at Aaron as she hops off the wagon, or off of the dog sled. I'm going to grumble to myself and slowly walk my way over there. Okay. In order to in order to save Aaron from that labor, I, I ask him to make sure the, the dog sleds are secure. All right, I can do that. Make an animal handling check. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ten. Ten. Um, you do well with uh, most of the dog sleds. Um, Prince? <laughs> yeah. Just doing his own thing. You get the idea that he's... Uh, you kind of you unhitch him and everything, and that he's just going to kind of go about his business and find you in the end. 
At this point, that but, would be normal, though. Yeah. I think and you after... take, take all the sleds, you line up alongside the cabin, you cover them, um, allow the other dogs inside, and they they go find places on the floor to lay and huddle together. Um, there are two, uh, two other loggers inside, a man and a woman. Um, uh, very, um, both of them, very, uh, large, like, bulky beings, humanoid, um, taller than your average, um, humanoid. You, you believe you've seen these pe people before. You've definitely heard of them. Um, they're Goliaths. You can tell that. But they're, they're sitting down, um, they both seem pretty grumpy. You just leave them be? They kind of uh, side-eye you as you come in. Well, I mean, Crixus really wants to make sure this is a safe place to sleep for the night, so... Crixus isn't there, though. This is just Aaron on with the dogs. Oh, Crixus got it. Is Perfect. loading wood. <laughs> Perfect. Good luck, Aaron on. Yeah, right. Uh, I am going to... I'm gonna... the, one, the male looks up at you and goes, Oi, who are you? I'm going to introduce myself oh, and say basically everything that Crixus told the people outside. We're here for blah, 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 for the moose, blah, blah, blah. And oh. we, we are here to hopefully not stay more than a night. Hopefully we can get this taken care of. We, we won't be in, in your way. I'll be here to get rid of that moose. I am... More, more than glad to ha have you here in the in the cabin for the evening. Um, my name's Daydan. This 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 here is Hespa. She looks at you and says, "I'm nice to meet you." Um, I that's an interesting uh, accent you have there, sir. Are you are you from the south or are you up here originally? Ah, uh, nah. I'm I'm from the south originally. Ah, I thought I could place that accent. The the deep south? But none of this none of this no, it's not it's not that. It's a remote little community. But none of that makes no never mind. Um, are you are you here by yourself? Oh no sir, I am uh, here with three other companions. Oh well I suppose that's a good thing. You're traveling by yourself in these woods with that moose on the loose. <laughs> did not do that intentionally. <laughs> Show title. Moose on the loose. <laughs> it's probably not a good idea. Well, hey Dan, some some people don't believe that he actually exists. I has for I seen it. I seen it. It's out there. It's not. Is a ghost. Moose. I swear. I swear it's by it. <laughs> it come creeping up on me over the ridge like, oh man. Like Bubba Louie's ghost. It just, yeah. Whew. Gave me a good case of the all overs, if you know what I'm talking about, right? 
Alright, I'm gonna give them a thumbs up and, and drop our packs and stuff down by some empty cots. Okay. And drop the packs down by them with the cots. Do you go up back to help with the... Yeah, I'm gonna tell them it was nice to meet them and we'll talk later, I guess. I don't know. Alright. Ew. Hey. Takes a drink of his ale, and he's drinking from this clay mug. Um, about the time you head back outside, they've got most of the logs back up in this wagon. And then, uh... Bill looks at Riley and says, Now, Riley, don't piss him off again. Okay? Oh, wait a minute. Bill was the one that was laughing. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Riley says to Bill, Bill, don't piss him off again. Well, it's not my fault that he believes in spooks. Yeah, but you don't have to egg him like that. I mean, we had to reload the weight. He flipped the damn wagon over. I don't want to do... I, he could knock down one of the walls inside. I mean, like, he could take a whole wall out of that cabin if we're not careful. Don't egg him on. He's superstitious. Let's just let's go in and get get some sleep. You guys, you want to stay in the cabin with us? I'm going to tell uh, the group that I put our packs by some empty cots and we're all set. Oh, good, says Doc. I'm ready to sleep. <laughs> He's right. walking in. Walking in. Doc goes walking in like he walks right over to Cotton. Wham, lights out. So the the main intent of being up here is really to make sure we're gonna find the moose. So we should probably run, um, you know, some some watch, some guards overnight mm-hmm. to keep watch. So probably two and two. I'm. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm thinking we should do uh, more than one because there's four of us. Um, clearly, Doc doesn't feel like taking first watch. Um, I'll I'll take watch with Doc. Ellie says. So and I'm gonna I'll rest right now and then. Um, do you, do you, she looks at the uh, she looks at Bill and Riley just before you guys, um, or just after you guys get in. Do you guys take watches? And Bill's like, oh yeah yeah we usually leave one up on watch. Um, would you, would you take one watch? I mean we'll we'll take two of them if you'll if you guys can arrange to take that last one. Oh yeah, sure. That's that would be fantastic. Some of us might get a full night's sleep then. Be fantastic. Perfect. I'll I'll take the watch. I don't believe in any of that hoodoo. And at that point, like when they walk in and you kind of have that conversation, and then he says that, and the room gets real quiet, and there's a underlying tension there between these two pair. And. uh as the the two human men go down to the one end and the Goliaths are on the other end. I'm going to kind of look around and go... Mm. (laughs) Yeah. um, There's some tension here. Um, Let me go. I will go uh, tell the Goliaths that they don't don't need to take a watch. That that we have watches covered for them. And you see Ellie go over and a conversation seems to go well and 
just comes back and says, Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna get some shut eye so that I can wake up for the second watch. With Doc. Alright, Crixus. Um Are there windows around the cabin, I'm assuming? Like a lot of windows that would cover each side of the Ball, there's like, like six windows. On the short walls, there's one window, and on the two windows. Okay. You'll be able to look around. Um. So here's here's my question regarding the cold and and how prepared we are. Would mm-hmm. we be able to sit outside on watch without freezing to death, or or are we going to be able to cover? Everything from inside, I guess, is my question. Be able to look decently enough from the inside. Um, do you ask them about what they do at all? Or I'm actually going to ask them if they have hunting stands that are up in trees close to the camp. We don't, um, Bill says we don't have hunting stands. We have checkpoints for watches. Um, there's four of them. So, but are they up in it's trees? A, like... It's a ru- no, they're they're little. Um, they're just little. They, honestly, they look like shitters. Um, but it's it's just like a little wooden building with a um, with a parchment in it that we scrawl notes on as we walk. Um, about a mile radius around the camp that we do this, and then we just when you take watch, you go walk the radius, come back, and you sit on your ass by the fire until. You wake the next person up. The shitter has been cleaned by Goliath, Pete. The shitter is not full. <laughs> All right, so I think Crixus is gonna uh, is gonna say, you know, I'm gonna spend some time outside to get to know the the sounds mm-hmm. of the area, um, and I suggest that you do the same. However, my ring will keep me warm, so... Uh, I will play can, it by ear. If I get too cold, I will in. huddle in one of the shacks for a minute or come back to the fire for a little bit. But, yeah, I think... Perfect. Do we do we want to walk together or do we want to kind of do concentric circles or, you know, kind of like one person goes clockwise, one person goes counterclockwise? For the most part, we should stay together. All right. I'm down for that. Alright. So you guys head out on um head out on your patrol to patrol. And you see you see the well worn path in the snow, the footprints um leading out and you actually get out to the first checkpoint. Easily you open the door and you look in there and um Crixus, are you, what do you have for light? You don't have dark vision. So what are you using for light? Oh, I do have dark vision now. Oh you do? Uh, okay, you both do. Okay, so Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah dra- uh, Tiefling. Tiefling. I was thinking Dragonborn for some reason. Um, you guys are... You get there, and on this first piece of parchment, you can see it's got dates and times, and uh, one mention um, wolves. Um, there's a mention of... Um, one one says spirits, and then you see there's the um, like the initials next to it are are D, and then 
there's like scrawled in the margin next to it is like Hobbit. <laughs> and then you see the similar handwriting of someone as B and R, like these people signing off as they go through each time. And um, uh, the second check post um, is fairly mundane. There is no um, no real notable things there. The third one. A third checkpoint when you get to it and you know, read it and the thing that sticks out is there's swear to god I heard a banshee <laughs> and the uh, um the in the margin was no that was just me shagging your mom and oh, <laughs> nice <laughs> and the, you, you see these two basically poking at each other and screwing with each other and through these log books um and you get around to that fourth one, and there's there is actually a mention of um, moose tracks on that one. Um, you didn't notice anything. Well, actually, no. Give me a perception check. As you're walking to that f- final uh, checkpoint. Uh, At advantage or no? Blackjack. Oh, you got you got a twenty-one. So, <laughs> um, I was gonna say. You can both roll, or one of you can roll at advantage. Okay. Uh, it doesn't matter. I rolled garbage. Okay. Crixus was but good. Crixus, Crixus, you do notice moose tracks on your way to this fourth one. Then they kind of lead across the trail and then back out. Fair enough. And then I'll motion towards the moose tracks. Say, could easily be a real moose. But I think we should check it out. I agree. So uh, let's follow the tracks for a while. Okay. Uh, roll a d6. One of us or both of us? One of you. I'll roll it. All right. I already have it up. Four. Four? You're following it for a while, and maybe a half hour in, there, there is a very large creature you see, maybe 50, 60 feet away, and it kind of, it stops when it hears you guys and lifts its head and turns its head in your direction. You see this massive set of antlers. The, clearly, without a doubt, this is a moose. Um, it's dark. It's not white. It's, looks like your average run-of-the-day moose. Do the... Uh, I was going to say, do the track stop with that, but we wouldn't be able to tell because the moose is still 60 feet out. I mean, this appears to be a your standard run-of-the-mill boring moose. Mm-hmm. If we were hunting, it could make a fantastic meal for the the rest of the crew, but it's not our task to see. Just kind of stares at you guys as you're talking, just chewing whatever it pulled up from the whatever it found deep below the snow. There is snow on its, like, muzzle. Let's head back to the camp, Aaron. Right, sounds good. Sounds like a plan. 
All right. You guys head back to the camp. Um, complete your watch. Aaron and Ellie get up. Um, Doc and Ellie, you mean? Or Doc and Ellie, yes. Aaron and Ellie just is simpatico in my head. They just go together. Um, but Doc and Ellie get up for their watch. Um, do this once. We should probably call it 2GC. Yep. And they return to normal. Or, uh, like normal. Um, you guys awake in the morning. Um, and everyone's there and everything's normal. Everything seems fine and they're ready to bring, bring their log, their two wagons full of logs back into town. So we will cut it there in the morning uh, with you guys a good night's rest, a long rest, and a chance to go explore some more for this moose if you'd like to. Perfect. Believe that we will. Awesome. I'm going to take a long rest. I don't think I needed to reset anything, but I take it anyways. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Always. Always just hit the long <clears> rest. <throat> you never know. All right. Thanks to everybody for showing up. Yeah, that was a good, good story. Good progression. I think we got a lot of threads to pull. Oh, I'm, ex- sure. I'm excited to see where this darkness and I want to. S- I'm actually curious if it's just like an albino moose or if it's like a. Ghost, ghostly moose so, of the north woods. So this is this is a the ghost moose has been communicated to be a, like a really big moose. We just saw a really big moose, so I think we'll have an idea of how large in scale this ghost moose must be mm-hmm. to scare the loggers. Excellent. And with that, we shall close up shop. Uh, no big cliffhanger. Nope, Sorry no big that. cliffhanger. But could have been. I said no. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> All right. This thanks. Is... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I can talk after the show. All right. I was yeah, gonna say thanks up. everybody for showing up. Thanks for chatting in the chat. Chatting in the chat where you're supposed to chat. We are two nerds one quest. Um you can follow us everywhere, Twitter. Uh I'm not gonna I think I'm going to stop talking about our Twitter names because it's in our closing slide. Oh, um, yeah, there you go. But you can follow us. Uh, we are at Two Nerds, One Quest, number two nerds, number one quest. That's the one I'll start promoting. Uh, yeah. You can follow us, twitch.tv slash TomMNorm, T-O-M-M-N-O-R-M. Uh, you can catch us every Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m. Central United States time. The only time zone that matters. <laughs> to us. Anyways. And, uh, Actually, that's a lie because I it, there's an Italian time zone that matters to me <laughs> for weird reasons. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah, follow us on Twitch, Twitter. Uh, support us. Tell people about the show. Uh, go to patreon.com slash... Ooh, Bacon Standard Time. Yes, BST is a real bacon thing. Bacon Standard Time. Hell yes, yeah, Zoe. Thank, thank you for thank you for reminding me reminding me about that, Zoe. Bacon Standard Time is a real thing, and if you do not follow BST, I, I don't even know what you're doing with your life. Just die. Just die. Uh, go to Patreon.com/slash Two Nerds One Quest. One dollar a month gets you the podcast. So, like Scoot and Jack, who is a patron, she will be able to go back and listen to this episode because she had to jump early. She had to go to a horse show, which sounds kind of fun. Um, That's all nice. 
patreon.com slash two nerds one quest uh we also have the vote uh monthly poll where we do something that jc puts up a poll and the the patrons decide um join our discord talk with us say hi say what's up and uh tell people about the show if you're enjoying it tell others share that share it with them tell them where to find it so for me for jc for Crixus, and for the missing lazy dragon we shall catch you next week get him